afternoon. So, uh, Jerry, uh, everyone entering uh, New Zealand from the 3rd of October, uh, National is going to charge them for quarantine. How did you uh, come to this decision? Well, the costs to date have been about $81 million uh, for just over 20,000 New Zealanders. And um, uh, there's, there's no end inside of how people might be, or numbers of people that might be returning. There are, of course, hundreds of thousands of New Zealanders who live overseas. The government's allocated a further 280-odd million uh, for the balance of the year. And you just have to think, well, is that a reasonable charge on the New Zealand taxpayer? People who've actually lived in this country and who are paying their taxes, particularly when you've got so many people who've had their incomes reduced, uh, have lost jobs, or even will go to work tomorrow wondering if the job's here on Friday. So uh, we just think it's a, it's a place where those who are taking the advantage of their citizenship coming back to their home country should contribute to the cost of their quarantine. How did you come up with a figure of $3,000? Because in, in my own mind, if I was sort of coming up with a figure, I'd sort of go wave my finger and go $3,000. Is there a little bit of that to it, or has it been sort of neatly no. apportioned? No, there's, a, there's an aspect to it so uh, of, of apportionment on, a, on a, uh, the basis of looking at the, the numbers that have come in divided by the $81 million, and uh, you get just over $4,000. And then you try and work out, well, what is actually the public good, the wider good for the wider tax base, taxpaying base, or wider citizenry, if you see it on the team of $5 million, of um, making sure that those who do come into the country are properly tested and are able to leave quarantine uh, COVID-free. So it's sort of a balance. It's, it's not quite uh, at the uh, you know three quarters to a quarter because you've got the children factor and the partner factor as well. But it is a significant contribution. So if it's a mum and dad and two kids and the kids are over the age of three, that would be $5,000, which works out for the fortnight to $357 a day. What about a situation where you've got a family who have lost work overseas and, and they've, they really just can't afford to pay this and they want to come back to New Zealand? We would have um, we will have a, a payment scheme in, available to them. I mean, a lot of people uh, do enter um, payment schemes for all sorts of things in this country, uh, not the least of whom are students, for example. So uh, something can be worked out and accommodated with those people, uh, and that, that would be in place. Would there be interest on that? It's uh, all to be decided. I think... Um, it would probably be on a basis of how long it was taking to, to repay. Are you concerned about the legal aspect of this uh, in terms of Bill of Rights and whether people should be not have such a, a heavy obstacle to allowing them to return to their country? No, there's no obstacle to them returning to the country. Um, they, they, of course, have every right to come back into uh, their home country. But uh, you know, just as we all went into a lockdown, uh, which uh, you know was was for our common good. We have a quarantine in place, and you know people pay, for example, for passports. You pay for all sorts of things that uh, you could argue you should be able to do more freely in mm. a country like New Zealand. But uh, this is just saying, uh, rather than uh, you know the, the choices you've made. Uh, falling back on the tax code at times like this, then there is going to be a part payment that you have to meet. It's been four months, remember. People yeah. could have come in uh, for four months without meeting that charge. Sure. Uh, well, of course, the thing that people wouldn't anticipate is maybe the, the, the death of, a, of a, an immediate relative, either here or overseas. How's the compassionate side of it going to work? Well, that's, that's where you always have, to have those compassionate discretions, uh, and they operate in a number of aspects of uh, New Zealand public policy, and, of course, would, would operate here as well. 
Um, it's been a big week for you, uh, a week ago. Um, what was going on, and uh, what sort of week do, do you think you've managed to, that Judith's managed to right the ship? Oh, without a doubt. Yes. No, look, um, what happened was unexpected. Um, we uh, all have put as much support as we can around uh, uh, Todd. He's a great guy. He'll come back. Um, you know, these things happen, and people do get uh, back on the horse. And as a party, we have as well. And uh, Judith's doing a, a great job. What sort of announcements can we look forward to this week? Anything exciting you can give us a preview of? Uh, well, if we're back into Parliament in the, the final stretch before Parliament lifts on the uh, 6th of uh, August, and we will have a pipeline of announcements. That's exactly what sort of happens during an election campaign, uh, which will kick off theoretically around that time, but uh, is actually, in fact, underway right now. So, yep, there'll be more announcements. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time. Enjoy your Sunday afternoon. Can I just make the point that uh, announcements are one thing, delivery is another. And we would argue that we've got a much stronger record on delivery.